Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... play with my cat, said Mr. Montaigne. Who knows whether I do not make her more sport than she makes me? Who indeed? A joke is like love. It takes two to make it. And of course, two to enjoy it. Actually, any number can play, but only one can win. How would you like to go to Mexico? I don't have any money. And then up. Fabulous weekend in London. Oh, can I afford to have... Two fascinating days in gay Paris. Please listen, I don't have any money. You don't need any money. I don't? How can I go without money? You are one of fortune's favorites. You travel first class, VIP, red carpet. Money comes to you. <laughs> mystery drama, Fortune's Favorite, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Mary Jane Higby. It is sponsored in part by Buick Motor Division. I'll be back shortly with Act One. We do not what we ought, what we ought not, we do. And we lean upon the thought that chance will see us through. Chance. That's what it all comes down to in the end, though. No? no matter how carefully we plan and scheme and design our castles, the slightest breath of chance scatters them away as if they were merely houses of cards. Will there be anything else, Miss Palisade? No, Martha. I believe that'll be all. Maybe you might want to get yourself a box of candles. Candles? Well, we get us a good storm, and then power lines come down. Especially out where you are, so isolated and all. Candles to light my way in the dark. Ah, were I blind and banished from the light. Uh, come again, Miss Palisade? Oh, nothing, dear, nothing. Uh, just leave me throw in a small box of candles, Miss Palisade. Make me feel better. Morning, ladies. Morning, Sheriff. I've been talking to Miss Palisade here, Sheriff. Uh, trying to get her to sell that house of hers and move into town. But folks can keep an eye on her. Oh, Miss Palisade, what Martha says does have some sense to it. I could never sell Palisade Cove. Oh, must be lonesome up there. Oh, I don't like for company. You don't? They ain't a soul around for mine. I have the birds and the trees and the, the fish and the cove. I mean someone to talk to. Oh, but I do have someone to talk to. You do? Mm-hmm. Myself. Oh? Well, yeah. Myself and I, and we have the most interesting conversation. As a matter of fact. We're amiable. We know each other. We like each other. And we have so much to talk about. The books we've read, the things we've seen. Yeah, yeah. Just that we uh, worry about being all alone up there, Miss Patterson. Who can be alone when God is within? Well, well. You uh, just be careful now. (laughs) 
Well, now, Phil, just see how Mr. Mozart handles his things. He's like an artist with a brush of many colors. Ah, and so it ends. How but does it? How the memory lingers. Oh, now who can this be? Are we expecting anyone, Phil? Oh, just a minute. Yes? Well, good morning. Oh, I agree. It's a beautiful morning. Yes, especially for you. Oh, no, no. I'm sure the good Lord designed this morning for us all to enjoy. Ah, that's true. But some of us are going to enjoy it more than others. And if your name happens to be Felicia Palisade, why, you shall enjoy it most of all. Oh, goodness. My name does happen to be Felicia Palisade. And my name happens to be Harvey Hempstead. Oh, well. Uh, what can I do for you, Mr. Hampstead? Well, ask better, what can I do for you? Oh, won't you come inside? Oh, thank you. Oh, such a lovely place. You know, it's so secluded. It's uh, so private. Oh, yes. It probably isn't a soul for miles around. It would seem that way. Aren't you uh, somewhat afraid to live here all alone? Afraid? Well, perhaps apprehensive. Why should I be... Who would wish me harm? And besides, what is there to steal here? My only real treasure is the view. The view? Not in the distance. The shining sea and the woods that hide the connecting inlet. And just below us, the sheltered cove. Oh, spectacular. And now then, um, you did come for some purpose, hmm? Oh, yes, yes, indeed. And a most happy purpose. Miss Felicia Palisade, it is my privilege to inform you that you have become one of... Fortune's favorites. Fortune's favorites? Yes. Oh, my, that does sound exciting. It is truly exciting. But what does it mean? Well, have you ever heard of Mr. Alonzo T. Fortune? Hmm, I'm afraid not. Well, that isn't at all surprising. Uh, Mr. Fortune is virtually unknown. And who is Alonzo T. Fortune? Well, he's one of the wealthiest men in the world. He is? And his, his name is Fortune? Well, that's purely a coincidence. But if he's so wealthy, how has he managed to remain unknown? He's a modest man and extremely shy. Really? Yeah, he shuns the limelight, avoids publicity. He lives only to make others happy. Wonderful. And he has chosen to make you happy. Oh, but I'm, I'm quite happy now. You said quite happy. Wouldn't you like to be really happy? Well, I don't think anyone can ever be really happy. Well, what would it take to uh, make you really happy? Oh. Well, I... Tell me. Uh, a trip to Mexico. You've got it. What have I got? A trip to Mexico. But why? I told you. Because you have been chosen. Chosen? Exactly. But why? Why was I deemed worthy? <laughs> Frankly, Miss Palisade... Being worthy had nothing to do with it. You mean I wasn't chosen because I was a worthy person? No, no, no. You were chosen because you are a person. The way all the other favorites were. By fortune. Not by Mr. Fortune in particular, but by fortune in general. Or fate, as it were. Do you understand? Well, I'm not sure. Well, Mr. Fortune places a huge map of the United States on the wall of his study. Now, can you picture 
Oh, yes. Then, from the other side of the room, he hurls a dart at it. Oh, my. Well, since Mr. Fortune is an atrocious dart thrower, the dart can land on just about any spot on the map. Even Hawaii? Uh, Miss Palisade, the first ten times he threw the dart, it didn't even hit the wall. <laughs> Finally, it landed on the state of Maine. Ah. Then, Mr. Fortune places a huge map of Maine on the wall. And once again, he hurls the dart, and this time it lands nearest a place called Marlowe. Marlowe? Why, that's yes. our... Yes, and your home is within the township limit. Oh, my, this this is exciting. Then Mr. Fortune secured a copy of the voting register uh-huh. and pasted up all the names on the wall. And once again, he hurled the dart. And it pierced the name Felicia Palisade. Oh, 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 oh. Why, 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 that's fantastic. And thus, you have become one of Fortune's favorites, and you're going to Mexico City. Oh, my. And, and this is what you've come here to tell me? Exactly. Uh, Mr. Hempstead, uh, what are you selling? Selling? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, I assure you, I'm not selling anything. Then what sort of game are you playing with me? Oh, now. What is all this about a wealthy eccentric with the convenient name of Mr. Fortune? <laughs> and these darts that he holds at math? But it's true. Oh, pardon me, Mr. Hempstead, I have something to show you. Oh, now, Mrs. Palisade. This is an old Navy Coat 44. It's in excellent condition and fully loaded. You can believe what I tell you. I, I do indeed, but uh, please, be, be, be careful. I'll be careful if you'll be truthful. But I did tell you the truth. I am not some helpless, terrified elderly lady, Mr. Hempstead. Well, I, I wouldn't even say that you were elderly. And now you will uh, perform an about face. But Mr. Fortune has chosen you as a You favorite. will march to the door. He wants to make you happy. Forward. But it's true. The trip to Mexico. It... Open the door. But Miss Palisade. And out. I am telling you the truth. Out. Just give me a chance to Please prove it. don't force me to fire this revolver. Uh, Miss Palisade. It's no end of trouble to clean it out. Uh, allow me to explain oh, how Oh, well, you asked for it. No, 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 no. Don't shoot. Then start running. That's it. Faster. And I wouldn't show my face around here again if I were you. Well, now, Self, let us discuss it with Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. What can we say about this development, Self? Required is some rather deep thinking and incisive analysis. Hmm. A nice cup of tea and a cinnamon cookie, yes. And perhaps we may puzzle this out. Well, then again, is this to be a variation on the same theme? What do you think, Phil? Miss Felicia Palisade? And who are you? It's not who I am, but what I am. And what are you? I am a fortunate... And what, may I ask, is a fortunate? A lady who is employed by Mr. Fortune. Oh, no, no. Mr. Alonzo T. Fortune. What can you people possibly want with me? I'm an old lady. I try not to bother anyone. I, I have not... here the documents for your Mexican trip. The, the what? Here, in this folder. Oh, uh, may I come inside and we'll examine them? I shall be happy to answer any of your questions. But what's this? Your airline ticket. See, you're flying first class. And this is a confirmation of your reservation for the Empress Suite at 
the fabulous Golden Aztec Hotel in Mexico City. Oh, no, I, I don't understand. Everything is paid for. And 20 crisp new $100 bills for spending money. But it can't be real. Oh, yes. Take them to the bank and see. I mean, the whole thing about Mr. Fortune and what further proof do you need? Then that Mr. Hempstead was right? Oh, yes. All your papers are in order. Uh, a- a- any questions, Miss Palisade? Well, this airline ticket on um, Transamericana? Yes. Well, what does it say to you? Departing Saturday the 15th. Yes, but that's tomorrow. Of course. Well, I, I, I don't know if I can go tomorrow. Why not? On such short notice. Luck is such a sudden thing. It must be seized upon the wing. That's Mr. Fortune's motto. Oh, yes, but... And uh, one of the conditions of the award is that you must accept it when offered. Oh, if you wish to give it up. And Mr. Fortune will simply pick up his dog No, and... no, 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 no. I, uh, I, I'll go. I'll certainly go. Good. Mr. Fortune has arranged to meet you for dinner tomorrow night in Mexico City. Mr. Fortune? Of course. He always likes to meet his favorites in person. I... I'm going to meet Mr. Fortune. Oh, I'm sure this is a dream. My dear Mrs. Palisade, you are now one of Fortune's favorites. Only good things can happen to you. I still can't believe it. Look in the folder. See your ticket, your reservation, your money. Now, can you believe it? Palisade is having one of her usual chats with the most brilliant conversationalist she knows, herself. Well, Phelps, here we are in Mexico City. There was the limousine to the airport, the luxury flight, the royal suite. Shall we say with Shakespeare that there are more things in heaven and earth than are dreamed of? Or is there an answer? A simple answer. Oh, I know who this is. Come in, please. Miss uh, Palisade? Yes? I am Alonzo T. Fortune. Oh. I, I, I am so pleased to meet you. I... I guess I'm uh, I'm not what you expected, huh? Oh, right, you say that. Oh, I caught the O. <laughs> I always get up whenever I meet somebody for the first time. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Why? It ain't your fault. Oh, but still. Yeah, it's my fault. Your fault? Yeah. 
for not looking like people think I should. But you can't be held responsible for that. Uh, people do hold me responsible. They expect a tall, good-looking, distinguished kind of guy. You know what I mean. Well, yes. Instead, they get a short, bald, fat little runt. Looks aren't everything, you know. But, Mr. Fortune, why are you doing all this? Why? Well, why not? Well, that's no answer. It's how I get my kicks. I like to watch people's faces when something good happens to them. Mr. Fortune, you are a beautiful human being. I feel like one of those movie directors, you know. Like he says to an actor, smile. And the guy smiles, right? Right. Look at the smiles I get out of people. Real people. <laughs> Look at how you're smiling. <laughs> and that's a real smile. Well, I just... I cannot begin to thank you for your generosity. No, it's nothing. Oh, don't say that. To me, it's everything. Uh, it's just a couple of bucks. All I have is my house. You see, money was always tight. Well, there was never nearly enough for a trip like this. Mexico. You know, something has always drawn me to Mexico. Yeah? Mm-hmm. It is believed that my name, Palisade, was originally Palisado. For one of the conquistador captains who came with Cortez. Oh, is that a fact? Mm-hmm. And the great-grandson of this Captain Palisado uh, drifted northward and finally settled down in New England. Uh, that must have been some trip, huh? Yes. <laughs> and now I shall walk on the same ground and breathe the same air, see the same sun under the same sky as my ancestor did. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my... I, I just thought of something. Yeah, well, what's the matter? Oh, I don't remember if I locked the front door. Huh? When the limousine picked me up, I was so excited. I... Oh, no, I, I just don't recall. Is it all right if I telephone the sheriff? The sheriff? It's back home. Oh, sure, sure. It must be an expensive call, but I'll pay for it myself. Oh, you can't pay for nothing. You're my guest. Oh, well, thank you, Mr. Fortune. Uh, operator? Uh, this is Miss Palisade. Yes. I would like to make a call to Marlowe, Maine, in the United States. To Sheriff Gladwin. What's that? Oh. Oh, well, I suppose I'll just have to try later. What's the matter? She said the circuits are busy. Well, let's see her tell me that. Oh, no, it's not important. I can do it later. If you want to do it, we'll do it now. Oh, I, I don't want you to go to any uh, trouble. This is uh, Mr. Fortune. I want to talk to... Uh, uh, what's that guy's name again? Gladwin. Sheriff Gladwin. Sheriff Gladwin. In Marlowe, Maine, USA. Yeah. Now, I'll uh, just handle this little thing for you so you can enjoy your dinner. Oh, thank you. It's just that I, I, I work... I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I, I never know if I locked the door myself or turned out the lights, especially in the car. I'm not sure it's right for me to, to bother Sheriff Gladwin at this hour, though. Oh, you're not going to bother him. I'm going to bother him. Oh, <laughs> um, hello? Sheriff, I'm calling for Miss Palisade. Yeah. Well, now, she's in Mexico City. So, uh, would you check on the house? See if everything's okay. Yeah, that's right. It'll make her feel a whole lot better. Okay, Sheriff. Thanks a lot. Bye. He's going to ride right out there now. Oh, I really put everyone to such trouble. Uh, you're one of Fortune's favorites. You're entitled to the best there is. Oh, what a wonderful week this is going to be. Uh, the, the high point of my life. 
Oh, Mr. Fortune. How can I ever thank you? By enjoying every single minute of it. Hello there, Miss Palisade. Good morning, Martha. Haven't seen you around. Oh, that's because I've been away. Oh, have you? Spent a week in Mexico. Mexico? That's right. Never told anybody you were going. It all happened on such short notice. Yeah? I suppose you might say that I... I won a lottery or a sweepstakes of some sort. That's what it amounts to, I imagine. Oh, you mean it was like a contest. Oh, I answered them all the time. I never did win anything, though. Oh, I didn't say it was a contest. What did you say it was? Martha, there's this fabulously wealthy man. He just selects people at random, and he does something nice for them. He treated me to a week in Mexico. Yeah? Good morning. Oh, how you been, Miss Palisade? Miss Palisade just come back from Mexico. She has? She won some kind of... What was it? Oh, I didn't exactly win anything. I was just chosen by a man, David Fortune, to be one of his favorites. Oh. And I want to thank you, Sheriff. You uh, want to thank me? Oh, yes, for keeping an eye on the house. Uh, What's that, Miss Palisade? My house. Did I leave the door unlocked? Miss Palisade, uh, what are you saying? Well, you know Mr. Fortune spoke to you on the phone. Who? From Mexico City. Uh... When was this? Well, just over a week ago, Saturday. I was in the room when he called you and asked you to check out my house. And you told him you were going to ride right out there. Uh, you mean I spoke to a man from Mexico City? Oh, yes. Uh, the best of my knowledge, ma'am, nobody called me and nobody spoke to me. Oh, can it be that you've forgotten? No, if it didn't happen, I'm sure they recall it. But I... I I was there. Well, uh, how could I forget a call like that? Uh, it's been so wrong, chilly these days, Miss Palisade. You, you might have dreamed you was in sunny Mexico. Oh, no, I was there. Well, now, look, Miss Palisade, that, that house of yours is too far out for you. Now, I know I may be talking out of turn, but uh, you could get a great price for it. Live real snug and comfortable here in town. Oh, thank you, Sheriff. Well, it's the kind of house that's snapping up today. That's a room full of all kinds of nooks and crannies. It's the oldest colonial left in the country. Now, thank you both for your concern, but I just could not sell my house. Well, self, it's happening. What we dreaded all these years. We are becoming the town character. Soon they'll be saying that crazy old spinster, Miss Palisade... Lives way out there by herself. Harmless old Biddy, but nutty as a fruitcake. Were we actually in Mexico City? Was there a Mr. Alonso T. Fortune? Did it happen, self? Did it? Of course it happened. The door. We've been having more company this past week than we've had in the last five years. Well, self, let's admit him. I hear you. I'm coming. Ah, Miss Palisade. Mr. Hempstead. May I come in? Oh, of course. 
Thank you. Did the young lady convey my apologies? Oh, oh yes. She's charming, isn't she? Uh, yes, she is. I've come here to extend an invitation. Could you have lunch with Mr. Fortune in New York tomorrow? T tomorrow? You see, Mr. Fortune likes to keep track of his favorites. Oh. And you seem to have well, such a wonderful time in Mexico. Oh, yes. Oh, Mr. Fortune would like to hear about it firsthand. You know, it's part of the pleasure he receives from helping people. Oh, of course. B but tomorrow, that... Limousine could take you there today. It's a pleasant trip. You'd arrive this evening in time for dinner. You'd see a Broadway show, stay at the best hotel in town. <laughs> you know, Mr. Fortune's kind of hospitality. Indeed, I do. And after lunch, the limousine would bring you back here. W when would we leave? Well, you should get started soon. Is there any problem? No, not exactly. It's just something I had planned to do in town this morning. Oh, well, uh, can it wait? It won't take very long. I could be back here and ready to go again in about an hour or so. Would that be satisfactory? Mm, quite. Then, if you will excuse me, I'll just get into my car, and I'll return before you know it. Good morning, Sheriff. Can I do something for you? Sheriff, something is going on. Oh, I wouldn't doubt that. Something's always going on somewhere. In my house. In your house, huh? What? That's what I want you to find out. That's what we would all like to find out. Assuming, of course, that something is going on to begin with. On the face of it, she seems to have a good deal. She's receiving royal treatment. However, the obvious question seems to be shaping up in her mind as well as ours. Why? Well, that's why we have third acts. To answer all the whys. That is, assuming there is an answer. This is WBBM Chicago. Something, as Sheriff Zebulon T. Gladwin of Marlowe, Maine put it, is always going on. Thus, he is in complete agreement with the celebrated Pliny the Elder, who contended that movement never ceases, even when disguised as stillness. Which puts us in the following situation. Anyone can detect movement while it is moving, but to perceive movement while it is standing still. Ah, that is quite another matter. You say uh, it's going on in your house, Miss Palisade? I'm absolutely convinced of it. Uh, of what particular nature? I wish to report a crime. Uh, what sort of crime? I'm not sure, but there must be something of a criminal nature going on. Uh, I told you about my trip to Mexico. Oh, that. Now, this man called you from the hotel. And nobody called me. What I mean is, he wanted me to think he had called you. Why? Because in that event, I wouldn't call you. Uh-huh. Therefore, they could be sure of a clear field. A uh, clear field to do what? To use my house for whatever purpose they had in mind. Yeah, well, I think you just lost me there. But the thing is a matter of crystal clarity. Not to me, it isn't. Sheriff... Someone wants to use my house. Why? 
Well, don't ask me that just yet. They want me out of there for at least a week so they can cock the fable about an eccentric millionaire who wants to do good to people whom he chooses at random. Then, I am taken to Mexico City. Well, now, ma'am, it's drawn a long bow. But I did go to Mexico City. Yeah. I have here the receipt for my airline ticket. Well, I never said you didn't go to Mexico City. It's this other stuff, this uh, fortune character and so forth. Now, let me see if I understand. According to you, either I never went, or if I did, I went on my own, and I am constructing this wild story. Well, Miss Now, why should I do that? There are people who live all alone for too long. Now, I may be speaking out of turn, but uh, I do want to help you. They want my house again. Who does? The same ones, the the fortune people. Uh, They want me out of the way. Today, tonight, and tomorrow. I've just been invited to go to New York. I see. Sometime this evening, you should go up to my house and see what's going on. Uh-huh. Don't you think that's a good idea? Oh, sure, sure. Great idea. Tonight. Then you will investigate while I'm gone. Oh, yes, Miss Palisade. I'll sure to do that. Hello? Sheriff Gladwin speaking. Uh, Sheriff. This is Felicia Palisade. Oh, yes, Miss Palisade. I'm in New York. That's nice. I- I've been to a Broadway play. I hope you enjoyed it. I couldn't understand a word. Seen better at Marlowe Regional High Dramatic Club. Uh, uh, what can I do for you, Miss Palisade? Have you checked out my house yet? Have we checked it? Well, now, why, why, why would I want to do that? We talked about it this morning. Have you forgotten? Oh, oh yeah, that... I assume you haven't done it yet. Well, ma'am, it's uh, been such a busy day. This would be a splendid time to do it. Now? Whatever is going on would be at its peak right now. Can I depend on you to take care of it? Uh, don't you worry about a single thing. Sheriff, I, I know you'll do your duty. Yes, ma'am. Good night. Good night. Well, self... You know, I know, everyone knows. He's not getting out of that warm bed to go anywhere. I think we've arrived, Self. We have achieved full-fledged nuthood. How are you enjoying things, Miss Palisade? Oh, it was so generous of you to bring me here, Mr. Vorton. <laughs> you know why I done it? Because you're a very kind person. Because I get such a kick out. It's a pleasure watching a person have so much fun. I'm having more fun than I ever had in my life. Well, that's great. Why why do you have to go home tonight? Well, I... Why not stick around a couple more days, take in uh, museums and the sites and so forth? Oh, but I... Everything's paid for. Whatever you need, just sign a tab. That's very generous, uh, but I don't... I just got a very important call, so I uh, ain't going to be able to be here, but you can have a great time on your own. Well, I I, I just don't know what to say. You don't have to say nothing. Just have a ball. Oh, yes, indeed. I am truly one of Fortune's favorites. Well, Self... This is about as far as we should drive. We'll just pull off the road here. What do you think? It's a nice, dark night. They won't see us. 
And we'll just move quietly down to the back of the house, right? And now, Self, you and I are going to find out exactly what's going on here. Let's not make a sound. Uh Ah, someone's car is in the driveway, Self. So someone has to be here. Now, why don't we take a very, very careful peek through the kitchen window? Aha. All our friends are here. Huh? Mr. Hempstead, Mr. Fortune, oh, and that pretty little lady. Did you find it? No. It has to be someplace in the house. We turned the joint inside out. The big fella ain't going to like this. Now, just a second. He said, find us a place where we can hold a meeting. I'm only telling you Could what... you find a better place than this one? Out in the middle of nowhere? Just cool down. He was able to bring in 15 top guys from all over the country. By boat. No one ever tumbled. The thing went off great. Uh, explain to him. What we're trying to tell you... I found this joint. I worked out a scheme to get the old lady out of the way for a whole week. I've done my job. Is it my fault or... After everything's all over, the big fella has to go ahead and lose his notebook. It's his fault. Let's get one thing straight. Nothing is ever his fault. We have to find that book. If all those names were ever made known to the FBI... I didn't lose a book. It is in the house. It has to be in the house. Good morning, Sheriff. Ah, Miss Barsade. I'll get right down to business. Uh, What sort of business? I know why. I was given a trip to Mexico last week. And a trip to New York the other day. Uh, Do you? I told you before, to get me out of the house. But now I know the reason. Oh, what reason would that be? Have you ever heard of the big fella? The big fella? Uh, Seems to me he's a kind of a racketeer called the big fella. Yes. Yes. Now, he decided to hold a gathering of gangland chieftains from all over the country, and it was held in my house. Your house? A private, secluded, out-of-the-way place was obviously required. One that could be reached secretly by boat. Now, that's why I was sent to Mexico. This uh, underworld meeting was held in your house? That's what I just said. Uh, How do you know because once again, I had to be lured away. Another meeting? No. It seems that this big fella had lost an important notebook. And the coast had to be made clear for his henchmen to find it. I came back unexpectedly last night. And without being seen, observed them in this activity. Uh, uh, now, look, Miss Percy. You don't believe me. No, I didn't say that. The tone in your voice says it. The look in your eyes says it. Miss Percy, I... You need proof. Very well. What would be proof? Oh, oh, I know. That notebook. That little black book with all those names and all that data. That would be proof, wouldn't it? Yeah, yes, that'd be proof. Then I suppose I shall have to find it. Nothing like a little bit of Mozart to clear the thinking. So, they lost the little black book. And where could it be? Well, they've already turned the house inside out, upside down, I would imagine. The book would be carried by the big fella. So the couch 
and chairs. I'd sit, sit behind a cushion. Oh, no, self, no. I'm sure they've been through that. Perhaps on the ground, outside. I'm sure he went for a walk. Yes, he would want to look at the view. Yes, indeed. We know the places to look, self. Miss Palisade. Hello, Martha. I'm looking for the sheriff. He wasn't in his office. I thought he might be here. Uh, no, no, he hasn't been around yet today. Oh. Well, if you see him, would you say I was looking for him? Sure. Any uh, special message? Well, you might say, seek and ye shall find. What, uh, what did that mean? You don't know? Well, I know in a general way, but how does that apply to the sheriff? I'm sure he'll know, Martha. Just give him the message. Have him call me at home, if you please. Not a bad day's work, self. The big fellow was admiring the view near the blackberry bushes. And that's where the book fell out of his pocket. And that's the sheriff. Just a minute. Oh. Oh, Mr. Henson. Hello, Miss Palisade. How's Fortune's favorite today? Fine, thank you. Do you think you could tolerate some more good news? Well, I could try. Uh, won't you come here? Uh, thank you. I'll come right to the point. Now, Mr. Fortune is so delighted with the way you enjoy the good things in life that he has arranged for you to take a two-week tour of Europe. Europe? Oh, my. England, France, Spain. Oh, you can't be serious. All those places? Yes, all those places. Two weeks? Two glorious, luxurious weeks. Oh, I, I, I don't know what to say. You only have to say yes, and you leave tonight. Two, two weeks in Europe. Two weeks in Europe. Oh, I uh, I believe that's your telephone, Miss Palisade. Oh, yes, that's... Hello? Miss Palisade? Me, Sheriff. Uh, yes, uh, I want to tell you that I found the, um, uh, the, the thing. Uh, Miss Palisade, uh, the only way I can say this is uh, to say it. Uh, Doc Bellows was talking to me, and he said, we don't do you any good by playing along with these fantasies of but, yours. But, but I tell you, I found it. Yeah, you think you did. No, it's the real thing. Of course, of course. You've been reading mystery stories, uh, Probably wrote it up yourself. Now, look here, Sheriff. I'm, I'm trying to help you, Miss Palisade. Uh, really help you. Uh, you just forget the whole business, please. Very well. If that's how you feel, perhaps I shall. Goodbye, Sheriff. Uh, that was the Sheriff. Uh, we have a difference of opinion over a certain document. However... Um... When am I leaving for Europe? Well, Phil, what shall we tell the stewardess to bring us for dinner? Pâté de foie gras? Chateaubriand? And a Chateau Lafitte Rothschild wine. Very good. Do you know, Phil... They'll need a long, long time to find that book. 
We're going to see the whole world. is the moral of our story? Quite simply, fortune will play favorites. But those who know the game are those who will always be chosen. And I have chosen to return in just a few moments with some additional insights. chide the playwright for his use of chance and coincidence. And yet, as Mr. Somerset Maugham has so concisely put it, isn't real life filled with coincidence and chance? Aren't we constantly overhearing things we shouldn't? Don't people always leave incriminating letters lying about? Don't we usually learn so much about other people through sheer accident? Of course. Our cast included Mary Jane Higby, William Griffiths, Joan Shea, and Earl Hammond. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview of our next tale. Peter, would you stop by my office tomorrow morning before work? I've got to speak to you about something. Oh, certainly, Captain. Thanks. Mike, I've got those files memorized, and I can tell you right now that you're not going to find anything that matches. Heinrich and Schulman were German, okay? Blotz was Romanian, and Vesinski was Czechoslovakian. And look, they immigrated as early as 1946 and as late as 1962. But all after the war. I think it's a lead worth following up, Tony. I'd like to contact Interpol headquarters in Paris and see if they can come up with more information on these men. Go ahead, but don't hold your breath. If these four had anything in their past they didn't want known, they'd probably change their names long before they left Europe. A lot of people did that. I know, if my hunch is correct, these men didn't. And that's why they're dead. Mrs. E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.